0: I know you gonna dig this.
1: You are now tuned in to Atlanta's
0: hottest radio show. Come on, that's
2: right. oh, this is Drake. This tiger young money's This your boy Wiz Khalifa, man.
3: This is Big, Big Shine. Shot.
2: Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. This is Jay-Z, yeah. the
0: hottest DJ, mixing the beats, beats. Beats, beats, beats. Swanky 94.6, the heat. With your host, Kennedy Lee. we shutting
3: it down in the studio. <laughs>
2: Mixing,
3: mixing, 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 mixing the heat.
0: The heat. 94.6 radio station.
1: Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough, or
2: maybe diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From
1: PassItOn.com.
0: KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, streams on Atlanta's number one radio station. Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Six Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on from PassItOn.com. ALP Aftermath. Swiggy Your host Kennedy Lucas Pinus. on
2: Swiggy 93.3 radio station the, the 94.6
3: radio station Ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another exciting podcast here today and I can't say that this is the Beyond Swanky Podcast with me, James, and Monica. I can't say that. Uh, if you guys have seen our social media post, if you guys have seen any marketing thing that we did in the last couple of hours, with well, the last two days, I would say, yes, ladies and gentlemen, you're at the right place of our radio station, Swanky 93.3, the radio station, and The Heat 94.6. Yes, this is our comeback for KLP aftermath. We're still in our fifth season, completely restructured, and of course, we've got Simone Teague and M. Carter. Both of them they're here in the studio. They're ready to go too. They look they look so excited. We we ready to go. Um, I did we did uh, go through some notes here this morning, and I kind of I kind of if y'all give me two seconds, I gotta explain to our audience where have this show been because KLP aftermath has been the show right it is a household name everybody's been tuned in from being in front of the camera to different studio sets to different things um again i'm sorry but i'm not sorry the reason why KLP aftermath has been on the back burner as of late uh it takes guys audiences y'all must know it takes a lot when you're trying to do a podcast and you are trying to do the video version of the podcast it takes a lot of time energy and money it does cost for production um i had paused the klp aftermath production side of it because we needed the funding to make our documentary street style homecoming coming to prime video by the way we needed funding for eden prime that came out this year we needed funding to make 1943 also getting ready to come out for amazon prime little plug there guys i needed those funds for other things um after we wrapped production we've started the new reconstruction of the beyond Swinky podcast of course i introduced uh, my girl monica gray and and our dude james myers on the show and as of late they've been performing really really well um This is the new direction of KLP Aftermath. You know, no cameras. It's just us in the studio in front of our or behind our mics, giving us stories, giving us topics of conversation. And that's what KLP Aftermath is going to be like going forward. Uh, We're following our audiences. You guys like it when I've turned into a one man band to a three person band. You guys can only remember back in the like, let's say KLP Aftermath season three, summer season, right? It was just me. And of course, occasionally I will have pop-ins and and special guests on the show, but it was just me, right? And as of late, our audiences, you guys loved having different voices, different people, different energy in the studio to give us different takes on stuff. Um, So I I hope you guys like our decision. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, we kind of miss you being in front of the camera. Rest assured, I'm going to be doing a lot of video content I did mention on the previous episode of the Beyond Sweetie podcast that uh, my, my good friend Shell Purcell, we're getting ready to reproduce her, her podcast and we're doing a lot of content creating for her. So we've got content on the way when it comes to cameras. We've got content on the way when it comes to films. Again, a couple of weeks from now, Street Style, Homecoming hits, Prime Video, 1943, my latest thriller film hits, Prime Video and more later on in the next couple of weeks. So I appreciate you guys' patience. Uh, Season five. Season five. Now, Mason, I know me and you've been friends for a very long time. But I do this thing called Ladies First. So, Simone, how you doing?
1: Oh, man. I was so ready to come into the studio this morning. This wonderful Friday. It's payday, by the way, for, for most of us. Hello ladies and gentlemen, Uh, I am Simone Teagues, you might have, you you might hear Mason and Kennedy call me Simone T, it's just like a short superstar name if you will, Simone T, Simone Teagues, however they want to call me out there in the universe, uh, it's me, Monica, Monica's here at the studio too, because she's kind of grading my, my performance in radio right now, but I gotta steal your line, it's your girl. Simone T. <laughs> that's how okay. So that's how Monica does her intro. Uh I'm I'm gonna work on my intro. I don't know yet. I kinda like the isha girl part. I don't know. I, I gotta I gotta think of something else because I can that's Monica's, so I can't she's staring at me right now. She said, Yeah, don't use that again. <laughs> that that's my lingo, don't use that. Um, but welcome to the KLP aftermath. Uh who am I? Songwriter, uh, artist. I work a lot of under the table when it comes to... Well, not under the table, but it, I work a lot of behind the scenes when it comes to Swinky Records. I work closely with DJ Lupisi on his, him and Kennedy's latest EP album. Uh, I've done some of the vocal coaching for some of our singers. Uh, uh, Case Move, Terry Magic, Kennedy himself. Uh, I work a lot in the music field. Uh, so that's what I do... Under Kelp Entertainment, I heard the Beyond Swinky podcast as of late, and Kennedy, you have a good network, by the way. You have great shows. You're doing a lot of dope stuff, uh, and I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to be a part of something that I know can go long for for a very, very long time. And I know with Kelpie Aftermath, our, our structure might be a little different when it comes to the Beyond Swinky podcast because I know and. I got the okay to talk about it with KLP Aftermath, with this restructure, we're going to focus on big topics. Like if you have the Beyond Swanky podcast, if you want multiple topics for just multiple topics, go listen to the Beyond Swanky podcast. But here on this show, we focus on something huge. And that's our main, main focus when it comes to this type of show. Um, so I do hope our fans love us. I know we're new. Me and Mason are now new to KOP Entertainment when it comes to the podcasting field of things. Um, but I'm excited. I'm very excited for the future. Uh, I want to thank our audience or fan base in general ahead of time uh, because you know, this show, amongst many of shows we have here at KOP Entertainment, we're gonna do a lot of dope stuff and. I, I look forward to the future. I really do. I look forward to season six, summer season. That's coming up. That's going to be fun to do.
3: Simone T. I might call you Simone T. Simone, because I mean, I know your last name is Teeds, but Simone T is with me. Um, so uh, like Simone said, guys, you know, KOP Aftermath, it's a smaller show. Uh, we're restructuring this show. It's a smaller show because, like, you know, we do a lot during the day, whether it's our other show, Beyond Swanky Podcast, and, SNN and other content But the the purpose of the uh, KLP Aftermath Is to, to kind of focus on a big topic And then uh, of course Addison's gonna do Her segment here on the show as well When it comes to our hip hop news uh, Usually Monica does that on the Beyond Swanky Podcast But Monica, you know She got one show <laughs> at a time So um, that's kind of the, the purpose of this show Just, you know, a smaller podcaster Or a smaller podcast show We talk about something that is Major that's you know big enough to talk about on this type of show. So, uh, Simone, you hit the right on you hit the uh, nail on the, on the head on that one. Of course, we've got one more host, MC M. Carter, Mason Carter, a good friend of mine. Mason, how you doing, man?
2: Blessed and highly favored is how I'm feeling. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, how you say it, Kennedy? Boys and girls, you say the boys and girls part too. Uh, I'm Mason Carter writer producer director for KLP entertainment you might have saw quite a few mini series that we had on youtube back in the day the desperado story the max Payne story the mass effect uh story uh we took those stories redone them reanimated so those were a long time ago too down to me being a writer producer uh, one in particular big writer on Eden Prime as of late so that's my latest project with with Kennedy was Eden Prime that came out later this year so oh and also a uh, big writer head for 1943 it's getting ready to ship out mm-hmm. it's going to be good that movie's going to be good too uh so it's good to be on a platform like this uh it's time it's so time for me to be uh in front of a in front of a mic, being more active uh me and kennedy you, you know we we've uh, gosh we've been friends for, for a while now so i'm excited i'm excited for our topic today i'm excited for the future of this show and thanks for having me
3: it's good to have you on the show you sound so jolly and ready to go <laughs> i love it i love the energy i love the energy from you too um so like i say that's the structure of our show hopefully you guys enjoyed this one now we're not going to waste any more time today because we do have we do have a review to talk about so again i'll go ahead and start us off ladies and gentlemen boys and girls spoiler alert again spoiler alert let me say it one more time guys spoiler alert alert Simone spoiler alert Mason spoiler spoiler alert to a lot of people out there who haven't seen this movie go pause this podcast watch the movie and come back to this podcast because I might spoil some things for this uh, movie review if you will the whole basis of KLP aftermath is we going talking about the aftermath of, of movies shows uh, games, news, whatever, have it, the new structure of KLP Aftermath. Now, uh, Super Mario Brothers came out Wednesday. Uh, Monica, as I smile at her, hey baby, uh, yesterday, uh, Thursday, yesterday, Thursday, uh, April 6th, we were doing the, the morning show, the Beyond Swinky podcast, and and she poses on the question that, hey, you know, you on, on Wednesday, you know, you had a day off. You saw Super Mario Brothers. How was it? Now, of course, before we came on the radio, I tell them, I told him everything um, because I know yesterday I saw the movie with some friends Wednesday. Yesterday, Monica and James went to go see it because they knew they were going to tune in and then i told you guys to go see it yesterday and y'all y'all did because we got to talk about it so i didn't want to talk about it and, and spoil it from you guys if you guys didn't see the movie so uh super mario brothers wednesday uh typically wednesdays and sundays are typically the office days uh the office days that we're closed that we don't really do anything especially on sunday because sunday is a day where it's sunday and you need to relax and chill and not worry about work wednesday is one of those other days i got up i got my laundry done i said hmm that movie comes out it was the fifth so a couple days ago and i said yes let me get dressed because i'm going to buy this ticket and i'm going to go to get some dinner afterwards uh, i went to the flips plaza we all if you guys don't know we're headquarters here in atlanta so the flips i think it's phipps phipps plaza i keep saying Phil- phillips plaza but it's phipps plaza in bucket atlanta uh, great mall by the way i've been there one time and i forgot how huge the mall was i really did i walked in and i i remember it having three stories but i got really lost. I think they changed some things around in there. Um, good mall by the way. I recommend everybody body going to that type of mall. It's actually pretty big too. It's not as small as people think it is. Um, so i ended up going to AMC. AMC, not a sponsor to them, but again, AMC, if you want to sponsor us on the show, please sponsor us, but I always like to go to AMC because I like the service. I like the reclining seats. I like the theaters themselves um i didn't go see well we didn't go see the Dolby theater they have a couple of Dolby theaters and amc they were booked out they were um so wednesday i went to go see the movie uh you know i got some candy and a drink i got a reclining seat and i you know was able to relax and the movie begins um, the movie wasn't crowded. There was a lot of people there. It wasn't as crowded. There were some kids in there, but I, I didn't mind it so much because oh, I sounded weird just now. Didn't mean to say it like that. But um, what I was trying to say is there wasn't a lot of kids that were just kicking and screaming and crying everywhere. There were a few kids. There were you know talking, but it wasn't as loud. You know the parents were making sure that they you know be quiet because we're watching a movie, which is very understandable because when I go see what's classified as kids type of movies kids of all ages come and and babies let me tell you if you're if your baby is an infant you know don't bring your infant baby to a movie theater they're not gonna remember seeing this movie it's i don't understand why people bring their one-year-old baby that doesn't know anything crying and shitting all over the place trying to watch this loud-ass movie right where they don't remember they don't know what's going on they're agitated they're hungry they want attention they're gonna cry and ruin the movie experience for everybody so i always say to people don't bring your one year old or months year old baby to a loud theater because they're not gonna remember that they're not they're gonna i don't remember jack squat when i was six months old eight months old i'm not i don't remember that time i don't um but there were some kids in there, but it wasn't too bad, you know. We listened to the movie and it wasn't I wasn't agitated. I got into the movie. It was great. Now, spoiler alert to a lot of people. Um First, I'll go around the table. Sorry, Mason. I, I do this thing here on the show on every show, ladies first. Uh Simone, what do you think of the movie? First impressions?
1: So, I am the person where Before I dabble, especially in movies, I like to look at the reviews. It's kind of like the saying concept, if you're going to go to a place to eat, you yep, and you look at the reviews. And if the reviews, if the reviews is not as great, then you kind of say, okay, I'm not feeling this. I honestly gotta say, this movie wasn't half bad. I like the voice actors. I'ma be a strong advocate and say Jack Black did his damn thing playing Bowser, cause he killed that role. I, he he killed it. He he made that his character. And first impressions with with Jack Black playing, uh, playing Bowser. He did his role. There's gonna be many Mario movies where he's gonna get called to play Bowser because he is Bowser, right? When I first heard that opening line, the opening lines will alert a lot of people was open the gate or be destroyed. He did not sound like Jack Black. He sounded like Bowser, but he's the, you would be surprised when you say, oh, that's Jack Black? Really? He did his thing with that performance. Um, every character has a uniqueness to him I honestly gotta say Chris Pratt as Mario he did what he did I thought it was cool it wasn't that half bad as what people were making it out to be there were some moments where Charlie Day would sound like Luigi with some uh, some scripts would say okay that just sounds like Charlie Day from Son Ho sunny in Philadelphia right? Peach, voice actress for for Peach, she did her thing, the more funny thing with me was Donkey Kong, Seth Rogen, because when, well, okay, so there's moments where you hear Seth Rogen's iconic laugh, and you hear Seth Rogen's laugh in Donkey Kong, it is interesting, it is so, so interesting. I liked the the character development of this. I like how, and you really got to pay attention, guys. Spoiler alert to a lot of people again. In some of the scenes, they do a lot of throwback to a lot of older Nintendo characters and consoles. There's one scene, spoiler alert, one scene where they started their plumbing business, but it didn't go off that right. So they go home have dinner with their family, and Mario's upset with her with his dad de- with their dad because the dad's doubting them. He goes in to his room and he's playing a Super Nintendo. Or not not a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo Entertainment Center. So the very first Nintendo, he's playing Kid Icarus. Right? From one Nintendo character to another Nintendo character, they're using a lot of old older Nintendo characters within this movie. And I think this was a great lineup i think when they have a lot of concepts that are getting introduced again other nintendo characters into this movie number one it gives me two things it's number one with nostalgia because they're using all of their ip in this one movie which is great and number two they might be lining up with more i don't know if illumination is going to be the key role in this but They're introducing a lot of uh, their other character IPs that maybe they're going to get their own spinoffs and their own movies and maybe they might collide, right? I think Illumination is one key player. I'm sure if Sony Animation came to the table, they'll probably be a part of it. Dreamworks, if they came to the table to Nintendo, say, hey, here's what we can do with Donkey Kong, for an example. Let's say, if DreamWorks said, hey, let's take Donkey Kong's IP from Nintendo, let's make them a movie. And if Sony Animations or Blue Sky, they come in and say, hey, we want uh, Link, Legend of Zava, can we make a movie out of that IP? I'm sure they're going to articulate and really create a whole universe franchise. It's kind of like the same they with Marvel, right? Marvel with all these different companies, even though it's Marvel, but you got Sony, got all these different animation companies that's making use of their ip and they're creating more movies out of this one company being marvel so nintendo might be doing the same thing is creating a whole cinematic universe probably calling it the nintendo cinematic universe and making more movies out of these different characters and that's what we're going to see further on and that's something that you see within uh the movie um the movie was was great to the point of bowser being a felon you can really see how evil bowser is in this film i really liked how they're going through the the i think it was the third scene where you know mario is exploring the mushroom kingdom and you have the toads and you know they they meet for the first time and there's that me cute kind of thing and there was a moment in the movie where mario's running spoiler alert mario's running to find peach princess peach and there's kind of like a, Princess Peach has this like, ah, uh, moment, right? Where Mario's running and she might fall in love, right? But it wasn't really thoroughly explained throughout this movie. I don't think that's the lingo of it being kind of a love interest between these, these two. Because you never really caught that in this movie. Um, but it's very, very interesting. Very interesting within this movie.
2: No, I'm with you, Simone. Because I, I do read the reviews. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people, (laughs) because it's funny, a lot of people are upset that this is more leaning towards kind of like a kid's movie. Uh, That's what I've been saying. Oh, it's a kid's movie. Oh, that that movie's only for Mario fans. But, duh. I mean, what do you expect? It's a Mario adaptation movie from a, almost kid-friendly, but if you're like within our ages and where we grew up playing Mario over the years, yeah, you're going to enjoy it. I I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed everything it stood for. I enjoyed the character development. Um, I could tell that there were some scenes in there that they just kind of get the scene out and then boom, went on. So I do understand when fans say that, well, maybe they didn't quite explain that quite as thorough or they didn't get deeper within that, Right. But I feel like the movie doesn't have to. I feel like it's a, a wonderful tale for a start of what the Mario franchise can bring. Because obviously, we all know this, they're going to make m- multiple, multiple Mario movies. It's not going to be just that one. It's going to be Mario Brothers 2 and Mario Brothers 3 and then a spin-off adaptation. And then other characters are going to have their own spin-off movies. It's a whole franchise now that they just opened. Um... I do like it how the way they used all their IP, like Simone said, you know, there's some scenes in there where uh, Luigi gets captured by the Shy Guys, and that's actually, Shy Guys are actually one of my favorite characters because they're just so cute, but it's the Shy Guys, that's captured. spoiler alert guys, by the way, uh, the Shy Guys are capturing Luigi, he's getting captured, putting on the ship to go ship up to Bowser's castle, he looks back at the castle and he has a reminisce moment, of when he was a baby, so we got to see Baby Luigi and Baby Mario in uh, elimination cinematic film form. So that was very cool and very very unique that they add in there. Um, it has been confirmed, but the, the the king of the jungle, the the King Kong of it all, is Cranky Kong. I really like how they spell Cranky Kong, right? Where he's a little bit younger. I mean, he's older, but he's younger, right? Because if you remember. Cranky Kong in the Donkey Kong video game series—he's hunched over, he's walking with a cane. You know, he's—he's he's very old style with that. But in this movie, he's—he's he's agile. Hell, he's—he's he's riding a motorcycle in this movie. He's very, very agile. He's very, uh, very flexible, very agile in this. One thing, and I know Kelly, you said you're gonna touch on it too. I really liked it. They—they—that they—spoiler they, they, alert—we got to see Diddy Kong in the movie. So, Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, and Chunky Kong, they're in the movie. Diddy Kong might have one little small little lyric. But the fact that we got to see Dixie Kong and Diddy Kong in the movie, oh, yeah, we're making a Donkey Kong movie, right? Because you can get casting for all of them. Very, very excited. I'm glad we got to see those characters in the movie. I was so sad at first that, hey, we need to see other Kongs that we know and to diddy kong there's a again there's a scene where uh mario goes in there they're chanting dk dk cranky said okay quiet everybody and then you can hear a small raspy voice dk and then cranky going like hey that especially you diddy i'm like no way and then there's a shot of diddy kong with dixie i'm like oh yeah very very exciting very very exciting i that was i gotta say that's actually one of my favorite scenes um it, it, like Simone, like you said, ooh, there's a scene in there. Mario's getting the, the beat out of him, and you can hear Seth Rogen's laugh like Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's laughing, and it's just that's that famous Seth Rogen chuckle. Is that part was very it was funny because you never expect that before. Um But that was actually one of my favorite scenes. Uh another scene was the the Mario Kart scene. I love that sequence. I loved how they formulated the carts. I loved how they are driving on Rainbow Road and is a whole kind of Mario Kart concept when they're getting ambushed by the Bowser Army. Very, very exciting. I loved how they used the original soundtracks, but they made it more
3: cinematic. It's it's phenomenal. It is it's just that good. I do agree with the concept of it being a movie for uh, Mario fans. I think a lot of people have that mixed notion that, hey, we want this movie to be deeper for some odd reason. But it's for the Mario fans to appreciate. I think this movie is for uh, the fans to appreciate, you know, Mario as the character, the power-ups, the music. Uh, Like you mentioned, Mason, you know, uh, seeing dixie and diddy kong in the movie you know rainbow road the the mario karts the shell this one scene where uh there there's this uh i guess general cooper's riding this big vehicle guys blows up and he turns into the blue shell right and we all know from the video game that if you are in first place, quote unquote, when you mess with the blue shell, it messes you up, right? In the Mario Kart, in the Mario Kart game. So I think they try to cater to people who are fans of the video game franchise and play some of the well, majority of the games to really understand all of it. It's the same thing where you had it to where uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong, and I want to say the third scene, they're fighting as if they're in Super Smash Brothers. Right, where they're getting the power ups, beating the holy hell out of each other. Right, it's one of those things we we saw Yoshi's. Right, um the you know the Yoshi's are are running a herd of them, and then the the pink Yoshi looks up and say, "Hey, who was that?" You know, very very interesting. You've got the the obstacle course, and you kind of see that in the first movie. You know, where they've got a call from a rich house or a rich person in Brooklyn a rich couple that is and they're it's a job form they're racing to the job and they're going through these obstacles as if it was a mario super mario world level or something right and towards the last scene where again spoiler alert where mario and donkey kong's going through the line to the final boss battle if you will going through a stage that's what it felt like um we saw a lot of characters. Like we mentioned, spoiler alert: you see King Boo and Bomb and King Bomb, Bomb in this in this movie, right? Very, very interesting. They might articulate a Luigi's Mansion movie because of that character development, that IP that they have in there. It's quite exciting. Um, this movie is, like I say, this movie is good. I recommend people, now some people are going to wait until it comes to some sort of streaming services. I'm wondering who gonna sell it to what. um. But it's really that good. I enjoy it. Now the movie is a little bit, okay, so the movie's not long, but it's not short either. If that makes sense. I think the movie was long enough for us to, to get the story out. Um, Could this movie have reached two hours and ten minutes? Probably. But I feel that Nintendo and Illumination, if they get partnered to make that movie again, or or the sequel, which they probably will, you know, I think Nintendo was tasting testing the waters, right? I feel like they were just kind of testing the waters a little bit and see what what happens, how many sales we gonna get open weekend for this past weekend. Hopefully, the scores will come out uh, maybe Monday. I know the movie came out Wednesday. We all saw it. Well, I saw it with some friends Wednesday, and then you guys saw it yesterday. Um, between Sunday and Monday we're probably going to get final reviews of box office scores um, IGN gave it an 8 and I got to say that this movie is an 8 it is because it was missing some things I think the thing that was missing for me and they're very little guys because this movie is the movie's good I, I enjoyed it but I think what was missing was not getting a full in-depth explanation on some things you know why did bowser come and get the power star from the 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 penguin kingdom what's the backstory behind the penguin kingdom um what's the backstory is is kind of what we're missing with with bowser and in the penguin kingdom and and the luma star right the the crazy luma luma star like did rosalina lose that star is it psychotic? Like, what's the behind the stories of, of that character? Right? I want to say what's the behind the stories of the Kong kingdom, but we're probably going to see that in the Donkey Kong spinoff movie. We're probably going to see that. Um, That, that was really the only thing for me that was missing. Um, Like I say, Chris Pratt. I know a lot of people like Chris Pratt as Mario. Ugh, I don't know. But look, I honestly think, and I've been saying that since we first saw this trailer, he did okay. I got to say that, guys. He did okay. I mean, I was convinced. Now, is he better than Chris Martinet? No, not by a long shot. But he did okay. Charlie, days Luigi. Eh. There was some hit hit and miss. Now, one thing, though. He, they do use the Wahoo cheer a lot. You hear that a lot in Mario in this game. You do. Um, you hear that a lot. They didn't... so. Chris Pratt uses the Italian accent for the Super Mario Brothers plumbing commercial that's in the movie. Spoiler alert. But you hear the wahoo a lot in this movie. Where it's just kind of, it was a little bit redundant, a little bit. Because I know Mario has more catchphrases than that. But I I get that's the angle they were going for. But you hear that a lot. And it's like, okay, okay. Uh, Towards the end, it was a big showdown between, spoiler alert guys. Uh, showdown, somehow uh, the big bullet bill that's chasing after Mario towards the end of the movie um, gets sucked into the pipe and then everything, all the characters they get sucked back into the pipe, back into Brooklyn The Super Mario fight was They, I, I So the quarter, the animation choreographic of Mario and Luigi fighting Bowser was okay but it was a little bit like, eh, okay. I I like how they had the Super Mario, uh, when Mario gets the Power Star, that Super Mario s- Super Star jingle comes on. They redid it to make it fit into the cinematic version of the film, which was okay, not bad, not half bad. Um, but it was just like, eh, okay, it's kind of predictable towards the end. It was just just a little bit. But it wasn't as as bad, in my opinion. Um, uh, Bowser gets shrunk down. Of course, he he Peach makes him eat the mini mushroom. He gets shrunk down, and then he gets captured. And that was primarily the movie. Um, like I say, guys, we're probably gonna see more. We're probably gonna see more in this. Um, I, I don't think it's. Going to be this is movie that's it and and quit and that's done. No, they're gonna make more. They're they're gonna make more. Definitely they're gonna make more. Like that's that's a no-brainer there. Very, very interesting for that. Uh, like I say, guys, as we wrap up here at KLP aftermath, go see the movie. Uh, it's good though. Like, if you got sixteen bucks to spare and you want to go to a good theater, this is a movie to go see. I know there's it's tricky because a lot of other good movies are coming out this week. But this if you're a Mario if you will if I'll say this. If you are a Mario fan. Then this movie might might be the one for you. So again, go check it out. You might like it, or you may not. I don't know. Comment below. Let me know uh, what you guys think. Did you go see the movie Super Mario Brothers movie? Did you like it? Uh, as always, Simone Mason, thank you for coming in for this show. We got many more shows to go with this. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this kind of introductory episode or former review of the Super Mario Mother uh, Mother says, Super Mario Brothers movie. Go check it out. It's available only in theaters right now. Um, It's good. It's very, very good. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast here today, Friday, KLP Aftermath Review of Super Mario Brothers Movie. I've been your host, along with Simone and Mason. Thank you, guys, as always. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. As always, I like to say stay safe, stay swanky, peace.
2: Get inspired Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show. And don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging
1: words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air.